Tape is podcast, man. We live. Top shelf exotic bullies in the building. Bitch, I'm too high. Don't stick your business in if you ain't gang. That's how I do that. I find the brickies of that rock and roll. Like Maroon 5. It's only bosses, riders in this circle. You in the room, man. Look, Gano's Kirby. Oh, we like that present. We gon' ice on Dog strong. Shit gon' break the chain. Probably bite some. The VS Emerald Stones have been my charm. It costs a light honey. Goofies got the ball up in they court. Them niggas might fuck. I don't play no 50s or half lines. I hang with no ops. Niggas just now touching 75. We know that whole rock. 20 hitters. That's about 50 choppers when we go out. Ten bricks of fatty stinking up the house. Might make me throw up. Really solid. Take my hood with me. When okay, okay, we back in the building, man. Top shelf exotic bullies. We got the one and only Cartier in the building. Let's put up on the um, table, let the people see her, get an introduction. And while, we, while she up there, tell us what is this type of dog. That's an exotic bully produced right here in New Orleans by Top Shelf. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the coating of the color. How how does a dog get this type of, I guess, coat? Uh, what would you guys call it in the dog world? <laughs> I would call it, that's a merle coat. But uh-huh. That's more of on a, the Isabella lilac merle. All right, so... I'm new to all this dog stuff. I ain't going to know the words y'all saying. <laughs> uh, like lilac. Isabel, so whatever y'all saying, I'm going to want y'all to explain that in, in more depth about the dogs that y'all talk about. And for the people who don't know, so explain that a little bit. Either one of y'all. You want us to explain the, the coating of the Merle? Yeah. Uh, uh, Merle is kind of like, not too many people don't really recognize the, the Merle as full breed bullies in the industry, but... Mm-hmm. Over the years, the Merle breeding have getting been getting better, and shit, we producing better dogs every day over here. Um, it started off with a dog I own mm-hmm. named Cali. I bought Cali, um, I think back in 2018, um, from a friend of mine. It was just on some a nice looking dog. It was a Merle, my first time seeing the Merle in person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I want this dog. So. Like, man, how much you want for it? I'm like, well, I asked him how much you want for it. So he, at first he was like, I want $5,000 for it. And what so was your response? Like, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 fuck, you know? Like, cool, fuck. So I'm like, we, we, we beating around the bush because at first he didn't really want to sell a dog. So before you know, I come home with a dog, like, Cali. Mm-hmm. So Cali come in heat. And Mall, the day mall by Frozone. Uh-huh. So I wasn't really a dog person at first. He just was on some mall guy <laughs> Frozone. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mall, like, bring Frozone to Cali. So I, I bring Frozone to Cali the first day mall got him. Uh-huh. He charged me $1,700 for the breeding. Um, two months later, I had puppies. So I did a little promotion, Instagram promotion. So, uh, Ended up landing in the hands of four PF kennels. Uh-huh. Um, they ended up buying four uh, Merles from me from back July, back in September of 2020. All right. Uh, before you uh, proceed with that, now you say you um, wasn't a dog person. What made you get into the dog breeding business? Uh, do you call yourself a dog breeder? Uh, what's the title of you? 
Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I consider myself as a dog breeder because once I got into dog breeding, I learned the game of dog breeding. Uh-huh. It wasn't just me breeding a dog anymore. So I went after the money now. So uh-huh. went for bigger dogs. Now, um, proceeding back to the um, 4PF kennels, you say you sold four dogs to them. If you don't mind saying, how much did you get for each dog? Uh, how much did you sell all four for? Uh, ended up selling them for 4000 a piece. It was uh, all female Merle dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, for anybody hearing that, they'll be like, damn, you get $4,000 for a dog? <laughs> how, how profitable is the dog business? Shit. Uh, that wasn't... I, I, shit, they got dogs going for a million dollars. They got dogs that's worked... I mean, not a million. I mean, they got dogs. Yeah, they got dogs that's going for a hundred thousand dollars right now. Damn. So they got dogs going for forty. So it all depends mm-hmm. on who produced the dog and who's selling the dog. Mm-hmm. Now, what will make a dog? What will make a difference in a dog going for four thousand and forty thousand? What's the difference of that? <laughs> if you get a four thousand, nah, they they got good looking four thousand dollar dogs, not because. I, I I got a decent dog for six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So you it it all depends on the market of the person who's selling the dog. If they got a big market, they feel like they can sell the dog for forty thousand dollars. They're gonna sell it for forty thousand dollars. Okay, so it's just about um I guess who you know and who your your type of buyers. If you got rich buyers, they're gonna buy it for. Facts. If you got cheap buyers, <laughs> they buy. So what would Cartier be worth to you guys right now? Shit, Cartier were like sixty to me. Uh huh. And I would say, what are traits of a dog that's worth a high price? What's like small, like I don't know, like big legs. I don't know. Smaller they get. Mm-hmm. The smaller. Really the smaller they get, then they structure. Mm-hmm. What 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 you mean by structure? The body build of a dog. Mm-hmm. Like the fronts. Chest uh, frame. Yeah. Head piece. Good back. Not too high, not a high rear. Mm-hmm. And what would make a bad dog? <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> East to West feet. <laughs> All right, now I want to talk more about top shelf exotic bullies, right? Uh huh. Now, how many dogs do you have in your kennel now? Shit, at home, I downsized my kennel from maybe. I had I had five dogs at first and I downsized to two, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't planned for a, a downsize. Mm-hmm. I ended up losing a couple of dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, you lost three dogs. Yes. How was the feeling? <laughs> How was the feeling? I lost a dog. I know the feeling, <laughs> but I ain't lose a dog worth that much money. <laughs> I lost my best dog, so shit, and I lost the, some of the best puppies that were produced. Mm-hmm. So shit, it was it was it was kind of hurt hurtful for me because speaking was, of Mike a little bit, I said it was kind of hurtful for me. It was more of a me. I lost an investment. I lost a producer. Companion. I lost my, my pet. <laughs> you know, so it was like shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of like backed away from the bully game on the cool. Like nobody really knew that. That dog died, like mm-hmm. so. It was like, I people when I when I got back to the game, well, Cartier kind of you know pushed me, shook your back, yeah, huh? like all right, cool, like wake up, you got it's your vision, keep doing pushing your vision. So, mm-hmm. 
Now, in a in a dog game, is there something? Because I know um they all the dogs are investments, but a lot of people look at dog breeders. Uh, when people selling dogs for that much of a price, they look at it like. They look at the people like, do some people look at you like, oh, he just got a dog just to sell a dog. He don't love the dogs, stuff like that. Talk about that. I don't really care what people say because <laughs> I look at it like shit. They got a lot of people doing a lot of shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when you look at my dog setup, you look at the way we feed these dogs from, from BUB. So we spend a lot of money. So if you tell us, when you when you buying raw mix that costs Two hundred dollars a week to feed a dog. Mm-hmm. You do you think we love these dogs? You saying they gotta be well taken care yeah, of? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so you think do you think we really love these dogs to put all this money into these dogs? We have to love them. Thanks. Now, um, who are some of your influences who influenced you to get into the dog game, or you just came out of nowhere? Shit, like me, like mm-hmm. putting it, me learning. Like, it's a, it's a lot of local people that. We we work together on a cool like we read each other influences like cause uh-huh. we got people who not gonna people who made it already that don't come back and really help people like us like so yeah people don't even help promote our dogs sometimes and that be they dogs uh-huh. so now you have a kennel dropping this week Christmas week what can we expect from this kennel now what do you expect how many dogs do you expect. Shit, did an ultrasound two days ago. I'm expecting, they say between four to five. Mm-hmm. Um, so we expecting about $500,000? Nah, not that much, man. Shit. I call this a personal pack, man. So whatever, whatever, whatever that I decide to keep out these, a personal dog, they'll be for me. Um, just the faces of our program, so we need more cardiacs, and this is what we're expecting, more cardiacs. So. Mm-hmm. Now... When the dogs do come out, how do you decide which ones to pick? Do you keep the best ones? Are you shit structure? Shit, and right now we need females, so that's how like shit. No such thing as a fe- like we can always make a female better. Uh-huh. So we get rid of the males, so we can always produce better females. So I want to um, talk about some stud fees with males. So how do you determine a stud fee when you since you have a lot of females? How do you determine which male dog to go to and how much to pay for that stud fee? Uh, we start, it, it's really no, we don't look at the price of the stud fee. Mm-hmm. We look at the Danny of the dogs. Mm-hmm. So if, so Cartier's uh, two-time Frozone, full-time Devil Spit, mm-hmm. which was two traits that we went back to lock together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cartier, we bred Cartier back to, we bred Prada, which is Cartier Mama, back to her dad. Uh-huh. So which gave us two time Frozone and Frozone was a a devil spit son and Frozone is full time devil spit. Now, if y'all confused what he's saying, all these names, these are names of other dogs. <laughs> Frozone, I don't know who Pride is, but I'm assuming this is another dog, right? Pride is Cardia Mama. All right, so that's Cardia Mama. So don't get too confused with all these names, y'all. I'm, I'm learning as we go too. Now, with all the dogs being coming coming this week. With, with, how many? How how could you know if it's gonna be females or males? Is it like human? <laughs> Do uh, they shit. tell you it's gonna be males or females no. coming out? Nah, we, we gonna we find out once they once they take pull them out the dog. So we don't find out to birth. And how long is a dog pregnant for? Two months. 
and how often do they have to have sex to get pregnant? Shit, we pull, we do ultras, uh, we do, what we do, uh, progesterone test. And what is that? Uh, when they, when they, a progesterone test is when they check the dog to see how far the ovulation level is before we stick the dog. And we normally do, uh, surgicals, which means we cut the dog, shoot the, uh, semen in the uterus. Like a, like a, like a turkey based. Yeah. All right. So... When they are pregnant, what is the process of for the two months? What could you expect from a female dog when they pregnant? Is it a lot of bleeding? Is it are they in pain? Uh, shit, not really. It's more it's more bleeding going into the ovulation, the period, that cycle. Mm-hmm. And how often can a dog get pregnant each year? If y'all know, shit, three times, three three times? times yeah. two times, two times. Yeah, I see. Depending on the dog, depending on All right, so. If a dog can get pregnant, how often do you breed your dogs? Shit. Uh, I got working dogs, man. So <laughs> I probably breed my dog. They in the field, huh? They in the field, so they going to retire. They going to work till it's time to retire. Uh, speaking of retiring, what do you see the end goal with the dogs? How? What do you see, I guess, you're having for your kennel? Shit. What you mean? Like you being what? like the top. Dog breeder in the southern region in the Shit, United my, States. My, my what you goal, see? My goal really is to produce a stud. Once I create my stud, I want to downsize to one dog. So everything that I'm producing now is for females to help me create that superstar in the stud. Mm-hmm. So uh, you go ahead, finish. So once I take once I take the superstar from the stud, I might sell a lot of females. Um, so you say produce a stud. What does that mean? A stud. Uh, a next, a next big male dog. Mm-hmm. And who is? I guess who was the top male dog? Because you're talking to me about some dogs personally. Who's the top male dog that you were looking into when you had your females outside of, I guess, Louisiana or anywhere? Um, I, I did a. Well, I have another dog that I bred to, which is a. a <coughs> a bull, a uh, uh, bull, Bosashi. Um, Bosashi. Yeah, it's a Chinese a, dog. No man. Oh. <laughs> it's a uh, dog created by DCF Bulls. Uh huh. And where uh, they located? California. All right. So that like I have two styles of breeding. I have uh, I follow a DCF uh, Bulls style of breeding, and which is more of on the the bullet the uh, bulldog look. Mm-hmm. And I try to follow a clean American style bully look, which is my own style of breeding, which is the Devil Spit um, Cartier look. Mm-hmm. But it's not mostly it's it's the face. It's not really the color. It's mostly the face and the the real pit bull looking the dog still. Mm-hmm. Now I have a question. A lot of people see the glory selling dogs for fifty thousand, forty thousand, a lot of money. What? How much does it take to Upkeep a since you sell it for that much, I'm sure it takes a a lot of money to obtain them and maintain them. So how much does it take? I guess monthly a ballpark to take care of a dog like this. Shit, um, it all depends on how you feed your dog. So it's a beautiful shit, dog. <laughs> I, 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 I two bags of dog food a month probably a do. It all depends on how many dogs you have in your kennel. So that's two fifty pound bags of dog food uh-huh. that probably last. That probably lasts maybe a month and a half. So, you know, it depends on what kind of 
dry mix you feed them to that mm-hmm. that you don't have to feed them raw. Sometimes I feel like it's not the it's not the raw mix, it's the genes. So mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have to feed my dogs raw mix no more because when you start producing dogs like this and you you see that this this isn't a genes, not the food you take away from. That's less money. That's that's less money. Well, more, less money you have to spend. Mm-hmm. Now, in every game, they have the good people and the bad people. Uh, there are some people who lie about their dog records when selling dogs to get more money from. Man, to be honest, people don't be looking for paperwork no more. Like for what paperwork no more? Sometimes, uh-huh. like they just look at the dog. Yeah, because a lot of times people shit. They they'll say shit. How 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 that's a bully because it's a merle. Uh-huh. So they'll be like, "How do I have paperwork on this dog? Because it's a merle and it's a is you know it's a bully." Is there any way to prove that like this dog is really what people say it is, other than showing them their mom and daddy? Then they blood work. So you get blood work from a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, how how you do that? What's the process there? Have you ever done that? Draw blood at home test. You get damn, and it come back like like an ancestry test. Yeah, just damn. like ancestry, come right to your house. That's crazy. Now, I want to talk about the popularity of all these dogs. They have they have something new that I seen. I don't know if it's new to y'all, but fluffy Frenchies. I seen them on Instagram. And what's y'all take on fluffy Frenchies? Are y'all getting into that business? Know it. <laughs> we got, got some in the words yeah, right we now. We got some lined up. Uh huh. And how are fluffy Frenchies made? How do they become fluffy? <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, know. Well, <laughs> back in the day. Talking to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Story time. Story time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say uh, fluffy's fluffy's been around since early early 1900s. So. We just discovering them, huh? Yeah, we just. It got away from the fluffy traits, so mm-hmm. they back again. So, um, when getting a fluffy Frenchie, what's the? How do they? I'm I'm, I'm lost for words myself. So it's a Frenchie. So where the fluff come from? A uh, Frenchie. They had fluffy. They so had, they got fluffy Frenchies. Just they, regular. They say they had fluffy Frenchies back in the early 1900s. And who you make the Frenchies with? Other Frenchies? Uh, other carriers? Other fluffies? Yeah. Uh, other dog. <laughs> I ain't going so long. I ain't going to understand this shit. <laughs> all right, so we got fluffy fridges all the way at bullets. So, what's the top money maker for in this dog world? The top money maker you can have, Cartier. What's the top money maker for what? As in dogs, you can get your most money for Frenchies or uh, bullies. Yeah, I'm asking you. Frenchies or bullies? Uh, I think Frenchies because. Well, it all I think it it, it all depends. Like, <laughs> like not people looking for Frenchy. Looking for Frenchy. Yeah, it all depends. Is it do you you do y'all think the Frenchy wave will last or is it just a a new thing that people just want to hop on? Shit, I think it'll last. Mm-hmm. I think it'll last. And they're good quality dogs. Good quality dogs. With Frenchies or bullies, what's y'all pick? What's the better dog? Uh, shit, what you mean? They both different dogs. I'm saying, what's the better quality? You say you'll pick both, but at the end of the day, pick one. If you had to, if you had to uh, get a fluffy Frenchie or Cartier, who would you choose? I choose Cartier. I choose. <laughs> Cause nah. she right in front, y'all. No, nah, fuck no. Like, <laughs> I choose dog. Cartier right now. It's a vision. 
All right. Now, um, also, in the dog breeding world, we also have a lot of people. Like I said, there's always the good people and the bad people. What do you expect when they, um, I guess, meeting up for people to buy new dogs? Do you expect bad business, good business, Shit, any failed the, transactions? Most of the time, deposits be made before you even meet somebody and buy a dog. So it all depends on how much the dog sold for. So nine times ten. If, if I'm shipping the dog out of state, the money got to be paid way before the dog leave. How you ship them, dude? Uh, they, got, they got transportation dog services that ship dogs mm-hmm. uh, and, like, regular uh, vans and stuff. Like, they mm-hmm. set up for dogs. Now, the end goal of the dog game, is it for you to make a living just working with dogs? Or when do you feel it will be over for you with dogs? Like you said, you want one stud. Do you, will you forever dog be in this dog business? Uh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm in the game for another fifteen to twenty years. Damn! All right. I want to ask you, Reek. That's your name, right? Yeah. When did you get in the dog business? Same time. Invested in my partner. All right. <laughs> and it, was it just off a of good fate, or did you do a little bit of research, or was you skeptical? Uh, skeptical at, time, at first. At the time, I was, you know, a lucky person in a lucky spot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw him one day. You know, we was talking, and he put me in place, and I was able to invest in his brand and his vision. So it was like it was easier for me mm-hmm. to do research, looking at you know what my partner been doing and his production, Thanks. seeing that the dog that I bought, watching her grow up. So it was like it was something I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Now, um, do you take care of? The dogs or any type of dog like this? Yeah, I got Cardia and I got Prada, her mama. Also mm-hmm. got another dog I call Chucky. Same size as her. Well, so you hands-on with him every day? Oh, yeah, every day. So what's, uh, what's uh, I guess, the best or the most shocking experience you had with any dog of uh, this kind? Uh, do they shock you? Are they, are they pretty smart? Are they, do they have any traits that you'd be like, damn, I didn't know they did that, some shit like that? Well... Off the dump, her mama, she shocked me all the time. The best dog, like, to see, she she a house dog. My dog doesn't go out, well, she goes outside, and she mm-hmm. tells me when it's time for her to go outside. Go to that door, huh? Yeah, she go to the door, she gonna give me eye contact, and if, you know, if I look at her, she see me make eye contact <laughs> with her, and I don't take outside, then she'll use the bathroom at the door. Mm-hmm. So, like, she showed me just how smart she is every Thanks. day, you know, doing, you know, and then it's her second litter, so, and she already ready. Damn. All right, now, when do you tend to be hands-on with the dogs, or are you hands-on? Shit, I'm hands-on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of keeping up dog shit sometimes, yeah. I'm uh, trying to hire people now. All right, man, like we said, man, y'all got the litter coming up. We expect four to six dogs. We want all females. They're going to be worth $2 million, you said, right? No fucking million. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> what else could y'all guys expect? What else could we expect from Top Shelf Exotic Bullies? Shit, we have uh, another letter dropping also this week. Mm-hmm. That's from my male stud, Snoop. Oh, two letters. Yeah, and I also uh-huh. have two letters dropping in January, which is Cali again to my male dog, Snoop. And mm-hmm. that's January 16th. And I have another letter dropping again with Prada, with Snoop again, uh, January 24th. Sandy's names, um, for the audience can see, you're going to have to send me like a short clip of each dog, Snoop. Cali, and who's dropping the other litter? Mulatto? Uh, Mulatto, Cali, Snoop, um, Rock, uh, 
I don't know the the other dog that she, uh, Snoop have. All right, with. but you gonna have to send a video so we can put it at the um, bottom of the screen while you um saying it so they can see how the dog looks and see what type of puppies that's gonna be coming out because you might have some bias in. I want to get another little spin of Cartier on the table. Get each angle of her for the audience can see what she working with. What you can say something? <laughs> All right. Checking out. Are you straight? Leave it. You good? I'm about to get a zoom for. Her. <laughs> oh, yeah, you straight. Leave it. It's all angles of cardio, y'all. And why be saying that? What make y'all choose these type of names? Huh? She gonna buy me a car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next dog gonna be named Patek. Alright, child. We gonna call this, yeah, we gonna call this episode Cardia. But this Cardia the dog, man, any last words, fellas? Just stay tuned for what we dropping. All you dog people. Either push over or stay out of our way. <laughs> Top shelf exotic bullies, fluffy French is coming as well. So Cardia. On the Facts. Cardia episode. We out.